Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 866- 691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming up uh, after 3.30, we're going to talk with Alex Stone. Uh, big news, if you wanted to travel out of the country, you no longer have to take a COVID test to get back in. No stick up the nose. No anal swab if you're coming back from China. And... Um, there's uh, you're not going to be quarantined anymore, obviously, uh, to get back here. A lot, a lot of people I know were were holding off on traveling because they were terrified of getting quarantined. Yes, and uh, you know a two week trip would be turned into a four week trip. Right. Uh, moist line coming up too. Uh, around two rounds coming up in the five o'clock hour. But right now, um, the story about this 26 uh, year old guy. Nicholas Roski at a Simi Valley has been uh, fascinating the last few days. Uh, this guy uh, was somehow inspired to travel all the way to Washington, D.C. And you probably heard about this uh, about one o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. Uh, he uh, took a taxi and he was dressed in a gray T-shirt and black pants. He had a backpack and a suitcase. And inside the luggage was... A tactical vest, pepper spray, duct tape, a knife, a hammer, a screwdriver, a crowbar, zip ties, 
and a Glock 17 pistol with ammunition. Nicholas Roski. He'd just come from here in California. He lived with his parents in Simi Valley. And uh, his plan was to uh, bust into uh, Brett Kavanaugh's house and kill him. Upset, supposedly, over the um, upcoming abortion decision. You remember the leaked opinion. And uh, also a gun control decision in New York State that the Supreme Court was reviewing. He didn't like the way those decisions were going in his mind. So he was going to take out Kavanaugh. And uh, first question you have now is, okay, what did, he, what did he put online? What are the photos? What are the rantings? Was he on one of those weird chat room sites like 4chan or Discord or Telegram where people generally find like-minded whack jobs and they, they uh, trade tips and encourage each other and plot together? Well, it was none of that. At least so far, we've had none of that. Um, and this story turned out differently because he stopped. He stopped and he called 911 and confessed in advance. And it was a long call to the 911 operator, uh, 14 minutes. We've condensed things to about a minute. So you're going to hear now Nicholas Roski standing on the sidewalk uh, before eventually federal marshals accosted him. And, and arrested Roski. So here's Roski talking to the 911 operator. Tell me exactly what happened. I am having thoughts. Tell me exactly what happened when you say these thoughts. I've been having them for a long time. I'm from California. I came over here to act on them. Are you thinking of hurting anyone, including yourself? Yes. Do you have access to any weapons? Yes. I, I, I brought a firearm with me, but it's unloaded and locked in a case. Okay. Where's the firearm now? It's it's in a in a suitcase. It's a black suitcase. Um, it's I'm standing near it, but the suitcase is zip tied shut. From uh, I just came from the airport. Have you been using alcohol or drugs tonight? No. Do you need medical attention? I need I need psychiatric help. And you said you came from California. Do you know someone down here? Brett Kavanaugh. Okay. And you came alone. Correct. And what were you uh, coming to do, just to hurt yourself and him, or what was going to happen? Correct. And again, you're still sitting at the curve. I'm I'm standing now, but I I can sit. What whatever. I I I want to be fully compliant. So whatever they want me to do, I'll do. So he realized he was in the middle of some kind of psychotic breakdown, uh, and it turns out he has had some psychiatric uh, treatment in the past and something boiled over inside him and then he caught himself at the last minute because he was fully ready to burst in there now whether he would have made it with the um, u.s marshals in the neighborhood we'll never know so you wonder you know he's lives lived amongst us right simi valley for 26 years um and so here's his his uh his background he was born in 1996 his mother is Colleen, a special education teacher. His father, Vernon, an insurance rep, and spent uh, most of his early years in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, for a time, he was homeschooled and also went to programs at Shepherd's Community College, which is a Christian church in Canoga Park. And at the church, he was part of a youth group called Awana. A-W-A-N-A, -A, where he and other kids would memorize Bible verses and play games. 
Now, by 2009, Roski's now 13. Nicholas and his younger sister uh, moved to Encino. Oh, actually left Encino uh, and moved into Simi Valley. He ran cross country at Simi Valley High School. And he uh, regularly raced in those track in those cross country meets. He graduated in 2014, and he took classes at Moore Park Community College, and then uh, spent two years at Cal State Northridge, majoring in philosophy. Graduated in 2018. So up to this point, a very normal suburban lifestyle, just moving along. Uh, Christian family, homeschooled. Went, went to a community college, went to Cal State Northridge. Um, and, and most people that I've read said that he, there was nothing, nothing frightening about him. Might have been a little socially awkward, but he was friendly. He would talk about things. He was fit, you know, as well enough as he could in the mainstream. Uh, one high school uh, <coughs> college classmate named uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Virgini said he was a philosophy major, and I studied political science and, science, and we would shoot ideas back and forth. He was a really smart guy. He never did or said anything that really stood out. But after college, maybe he got lost. There's only one job that he had, an office manager at a pest control company in Simi Valley. And he quit that job last year. Uh, he did never expressed any specific political views. He registered to vote. This year, but he did not affiliate with a political party. And uh, the dispatcher at one point, because this went on for 14 minutes, you're doing good here just talking to me, Nicholas. It might be quiet on my end, but I'm still right here with you. And Nicholas says eventually, I need psychiatric help. I'm not injured if that's what you're asking. Not physically. And the dispatcher told Roski to keep his hands visible. Follow police commands. The officers would arrive as soon as possible. He described himself, 26 years old, 6 feet tall, 170 pounds, light brown hair. He had not used alcohol or drugs that day. And he said he traveled alone. I took a taxi from the airport, dropped me off at his address. You know, he picked up Kavanaugh's address on the Internet. Another foul uh, benefit of the Internet. And uh, asked where he traveled from. He said Simi Valley, where the Ronald Reagan Library is, uh, just outside Los Angeles. He found Kavanaugh's home by matching press photos of the protests outside the residence with online street directories. And he said, you thought about this before? And he said, correct. Dispatcher says, just keep breathing. You're doing fine. Uh, now, the parents were obviously unaware of his plans. His mom and dad were on vacation in Hawaii. And at the end of the phone call, you can hear... One of the officers say, stand up and turn away from us. Um, and the dispatcher throughout the entire call kept distracting him, asking questions like, because apparently for a brief time, Roski lived in Seattle. And he said about Seattle, it's a different atmosphere. Well, yes, they're here. I'm going to hang up. Um, and that was the end of it. And now he's, uh, I guess he's going to be... Uh, uh, I mean, they, and when uh, when the summary was handed in by the FBI agents, it made no mention of Roski's psychiatric distress. Uh, a judge this week asked him if he knew what was happening and whether he was thinking clearly. And he said, I think I have a reasonable understanding, but I wouldn't say I'm thinking clearly. And you wonder if he's just had uh, a slow breakdown. Uh, you know, this, this happens to a, a lot of young guys. Uh, I, I don't know what he's got, but schizophrenia, for example, often hits 
young men in their uh, mid to late 20s where they're, they have a perfectly fine life. And then suddenly they're hearing voices, seeing imaginary people. Dogs are barking. They're getting secret instructions. They get paranoid. They think the government is watching them. Somebody's talking at them through the TV. And the brain just starts to rapidly decay. John and Ken show KFI. What was I going to do here? Hold on a second. You having some trouble in there? Huh? I, you know what I do is when I talk, I start shuffling papers around. No. Yes, I, I do. I never noticed that. You never noticed that? No. All that shuffling that goes on in the background? No, and then eventually what I do is I shuffle myself out of, out of order here, <laughs> and whatever I'm supposed to do is all, is all messed up. <sighs> I want to play for you an audio clip of somebody really dumb. Uh, a collection of people really dumb. This is a story out of Houston. Four suspects got arrested uh, for stealing out of ATMs, federal charges. And they got caught because one of the suspects started to brag about it in a rap video. And this is Matthew Seedroff, the reporter from Fox 26 in Houston. Listen to this. In a now ironic YouTube music video, rapper 213 Jug God can be seen with a gun on his waist. We can't let you lose control. Rapping about robbing banks out of state, praying he makes it home. Damn, what's taking what's long? Taking on Tuesday, the rapper, along with these three others from Houston, were arrested out of state near Nashville, Tennessee, accused of robbing an ATM technician at gunpoint. If you're going to rap about it and then turn around and be about it and you get caught, that's on you. You shouldn't do stupid crap. And you definitely shouldn't violate the law and talk about it. Police found these stacks of cash with Darius Dugas, Sassandre Dugas, Christopher Alton, and with Dijon Riley, also known as 213 Jug God. The rap name possibly in reference to jugging when burglars follow unsuspecting people home from banks or malls to steal. They want to glorify the fact that they're criminals. And that saddens me because we have all these kids watching this and they're glorifying it, and these kids look up to them. It's dumb. These guys are dumb. They deserve to be tossed under the jail just for being dumb. Online, criminal records revealed Darius Dugas and Wudijan Riley were out of jail on felony bonds, both arrested several times before. Convicted felons doing their music videos with guns. How dumb is that? That right there is enough to get them charged again if, if they do something like that. Getting this money, we just praying that we make it home. The Make It Home music video now gaining views after the arrest. We just praying that we make it home. One person commenting, looks like you didn't make it home. These four people from Houston now face federal charges. I'm told the FBI is now investigating to see if they've committed similar robberies before. Yeah, Jig, what do you think? So they've been convicted of felonies. They've been arrested before. What's missing from the story? No explanation as to why they were let out. And what was that? What was the name of that rap group? Two one three. His name was two one three Jug God. Two one three Jug God, and jugging is apparently it's a slang term for following someone home and robbing them from a bank or a store, according to the story. Everything that's wrong with the world here. And and this way, see, because everything is so lenient now, <laughs> because there's no punishments, they're willing to go online and do a rap video. And then you start getting hits on the rap video, you can start making money. They can make more money from YouTube bragging about how they're stealing uh, 
stealing. Probably how they got their bail money. Yeah, right. Exactly. They've made a business out of it, and they get, they get publicity out of it, and they they probably sell their their music out of it for stealing from ATMs. And everybody knows that they're felons because they have a criminal record. They've already been convicted of this stuff, and they're just let out again. I wonder how long they're going to go to prison. Well, the feds don't screw around. That's the good thing. Federal charges are entirely different than state charges because the uh, the sentences are really, really heavy. But it goes back to that Pe Peggy Noonan's quote I read from her column in the Wall Street Journal. Is when these guys get arrested and let go, they think, wow, I can keep doing this. Every one of them thinks that. Whereas the progressive tells you, no, this is a, a merciful, just way to handle crime. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll put them in a diversion program. We'll, we'll uh, educate them. It's like, what's to educate? You've educated them. You, you've explained to them they can make a good profit by uh, stealing and by mugging people coming from the ATM or the bank. That's what they learned. That's your education. It makes sense, doesn't it? If these guys aren't nervous, aren't scared of robbing people, and why would they be scared? They have, often they have guns. How are they going to stop because you keep letting them go? And this is where I start to wonder, is the real, is the real purpose of the progressive movement is to destroy our happy little way of life? Because they feel that uh, we uh, don't deserve it because it's based on the capitalism or racism. It's based on uh, using uh, the Earth's resources. Uh, it's based on all kinds of sins that we've committed against people and the planet and animals. And so the best way to do it is to punish us so that we, uh, we can't have that, that joy anymore. Another story. Did you see this? Did you see this, the Saturday Mets-Dodgers game, Eric? The, the uh, I, woman whose um, breast jumped out of her jumper. I was watching the game, but they obviously didn't show this on TV. But I saw the article when you sent it this well, morning. Yeah, she was uh, dancing in the front row seats, and uh, her breast kept popping out while dancing. And somebody took a TikTok video, and uh, she's dancing in a backless outfit, and the outfit could not hold the front. Obviously drunk, uh, and so one too many Micheladas. Well, the funny part of the video is the security staff trying to carry her out because he she had some meat on her, and she was fighting hard, and she starts flopping around and kicking, and they needed a good crowd to pick her up and carry her out as if she was on a stretcher. Yeah, it took like three or four of them to yeah, get her I out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Do Dodger security plays no games. No, I know. I, I I know a couple of guys who've been Dodger security guards. No, they don't screw around. Uh, after the Frank McCord era. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing the Dodger management uh, is uh, most vigilant about. Well, I went to a game. I went to a Giants Dodgers game last season, and some guy tried to run on the field, and uh, I tweeted the video out, and it got like a bunch of hits. But there was like four security guards that jumped on him, like as soon as he hit the. Yeah, the field. Yeah, I don't know if they drag him into uh, you know one of the back uh, concourses. They Maybe. were mushing his face into the outfield dirt. That's for sure. <laughs> Do they have a jail at Dodger Stadium? I think they have a holding tank. A holding or, tank, yeah, or holding cell or something I, like that. I, I know in Philadelphia, 
I think it Disneyland was the, for sure does. Uh, years ago at, uh, at the old veteran stadium, which they tore down. Uh, th- this goes back a long time uh, when I was a kid. Uh, in veteran stadium, especially for the football games for the Eagles, they had so many drunken fans. They threw in. batteries at Santa. They that and they booed Santa too, and they tried. They would try to wing him with batteries. But they had a a, a jail in the basement with um, a law enforcement personnel to process. Yeah, <laughs> like, Philly, Philly fans are crazy. Boston <laughs> fans are crazy. Yeah. Um. So this now now the, the the woman who put it on TikTok said she was. She described this lady as being obviously drunk, living her dream as a Dodger cheerleader. But she says the lady is pretty. So Karen's started complaining. Now, it's not unreasonable to complain about a woman who's dancing with her breasts bobbing out. Not every person that complains is a Karen. (laughs) Right. Maybe they want to watch the game. Maybe they've got little kids nearby. Maybe that's not the place to have your your breast bouncing around in public. More coming up. John and Ken KFI. One of the last barriers for travel is falling away. Uh, Would wannabe travelers are cheering today because the Biden administration is going to be announcing that they're lifting the requirement for you to take a COVID test before you enter the United States. And the way it is now is uh, before you're allowed to come back, Got to take a COVID test, and if you're positive, even if you have no symptoms, right? Even if you're asymptomatic, you go off into the penalty box, and it could take uh, you know one or two weeks. And it was keeping people from wanting to travel. I heard a number of people. Mom, Deborah was talking about this too. Well, yeah, I, I was terrified in Mexico that I was going to get stuck. So it kind of you know. It kind of put a damper on my vacation, just being afraid of the day that I had to test, waiting for the results. You end up thinking about it the entire time, and you're overly cautious because you don't want to accidentally pick it up just standing in line. Right. And then you worry about what are you going to do if you have it. Alex Stone. ABC News correspondent, he's got uh, all the details. Alex. Hey there, John. Yeah, so we thought the White House had been saying at 1 o'clock the CDC was going to come out and make the announcement. It is now 3.36, and we got nothing. <laughs> so the uh, what we think that they are going to say tonight, and we thought we would know by now, is at 12.01 a.m. on Sunday, the testing requirement goes away. This is something that the airlines have been calling for, that they've been saying that the testing requirement does not match science any longer, that it's outdated, that it's no longer needed, uh, and that they want it to, uh, they don't want to make uh, passengers have to do it. They don't want to be the police any longer at the airlines, uh, and that uh, they say it needs to go away. So the CDC, we understand through the Biden administration that they now believe that we are at a point where it is no longer needed, but they are saying that, or will say later on tonight, that they reserve the right to bring it back if. Uh, the, the the pandemic uh, comes roaring back if the COVID all of a sudden takes off again, if people are uh, killing over dead, then they'll be able to say, you know what, we're going to need it again. But the idea will be as of Sunday morning. Now, it really stinks if somebody has a flight on Saturday night. They got to be doing this. But Sunday morning at, at 12.01, 
that uh, that they're not going to have to do it any longer. And they're going to CDC is going to do a 90 day window here where they look at it, reevaluate it in 90 days, and then decide if it can continue to not be needed. And what are they uh, going to be evaluating exactly? Well, it's they're going to be like... looking at numbers and did we see a spike when they allowed testing to go down? But as you were mentioning, well, how are you going to how are you going to attribute it to people coming in? Off airplanes, all these people are going to disperse into their yeah, lives. Yeah, it'll be overall numbers. All of a sudden, our you know the, the wow. numbers go bonkers. And, there could be a hundred reasons. For and that. they're all over the place. Uh, is there? They're going to look at. They say a, a more if there is a more severe variant out there, and uh, does it need to to be there? Yeah, the airlines had been for this at one point, but in recent months, had said this is ridiculous. Get rid of this, and the administration had not been getting rid of it. The airlines were saying everything else went away. Why are we still doing this? The masks were gone. Yeah, the masks went away. Uh, but then you, the the real part of this is that domestic air travel has been booming so much so that they are canceling future flights on uh, Delta and on Southwest because they don't have enough pilots. But international travel has not been booming because people are afraid of. What if they get over there and they can't find a test? What if they do test positive? And what are they going to do? You spend a bunch of money on a African safari and then you come back positive? You're in Africa. What are you going to do? You're, you're stuck yeah, well, there. If you have it, then I, I'm. I, you, where are you going to get the medical care? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean people still, would... you could get it. and You're going to need the medical care over there. But now you're not going to have that. Now, granted, if you think you've got COVID... Probably not the greatest idea to be getting on an airplane and flying oh, for but people, 14 hours. People will, though, rather well, than... Well, they will, but there yeah. was always that concern of, you know, you're sitting in Italy and you come back positive. Now you're stuck there for however many days. So, How, how long would people get stuck there? Well, until you're negative. So and then that is there, be, is there it depends a, on the certain, variant as well. Is there a certain number of days beyond the negative test? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they... I believe it was until you could prove that you were negative. So you could show a negative test. Um, but earlier on in the pandemic with Delta and some of the other uh, variants, that could be a while before you got a negative test. Omicron seems like at least on the the antigen tests, you get back negative sooner within a few days. Maybe not on the, the PCR. But, uh, but then you got into the weird thing, too, of I don't know this firsthand, but there are a lot of people who went to Mexico that there were some Mexican resorts that would, quote, unquote, guarantee you that you were going to get a negative test if oh, you were booked at their hotel. Deborah, and... you got yours that way, huh? No, you got one of the guarantees. no, I How did much did not. you pay? Uh, no, it was not going on at my resort, but trust me, if I tested negative, <laughs> I'm not going to say if I would try and figure yeah, something else out. Yeah, you know, but... people had tricks of what you could put up your nose right before doing it, and then uh, it, it, the test was uh, some of them where you would do it in your hotel room, but you had to do it on a video call with the company that that administers it so they know you're the one doing it so there were a lot of ways to get around this and for it not to really be you so it seems like if you were determined to get around it you could get around it anyway and uh so how much was it really doing who knows now my barber he was getting ready to go to italy he's italian and he went to lax didn't know that he was positive, and I, I mean, he has made this very well known. I don't think I'm telling any secrets here. And went in, and LAX, it was going the other way, but LAX tested him and said, you're positive. And he said, ah, you've got to be kidding me. I am not positive. And then a day or two later, he was sick, and, you know, luckily he didn't get on that plane. So there can be a good reason for doing it as well. Um, but at least coming back into the U.S., uh, won't have to do it anymore.
Well, long overdue. Yeah, and the airlines are saying the same thing. That they the, the way that Airlines for America, the industry group for the airlines, they say that lifting the requirement will encourage and restore air travel to the U.S. The people are going to book internationally again. They're not going to worry about that headache that you got to find a pharmacy it's going to be a hundred bucks you got to wait what's that result going to be that headache goes away and people say all right we'll go all right very good alex thank you awesome have a good weekend good news for a change guy never brings good news but this time he did so you uh why didn't you do that you shaved the hotels were selling uh not, fake COVID not tests. my hotel in fact the woman that did put the stick up my nose, yeah. she was quite serious. I mean, that stick went way up way in up. Both, both nostrils. Oh. So I wasn't doing it on my own. There was no way I could get around it. So if I had COVID, <laughs> then I had COVID. But I did hear, somebody did tell me, though, full disclosure, a couple months before I went, they said, if you have COVID, just text me. I'll give you the information. It was kind of shady. And I'm thinking, okay, am I really going to do that in Mexico? Am I going to do something... And what, to Dishonest, get... illegal in Mexico to get home. I, yeah. I don't think I would have. And, and what was what was the information to get a negative test? Yes, I yes, see. there was a place to go in Mexico that people <laughs> were talking about that <laughs> would sign up. Now I don't know how much you had to pay. I don't know those details because <laughs> I didn't look into it. I was too afraid. Well, they manufacture billions of dollars of meth and fentanyl. <laughs> I, mean, I know. You know, this is pretty minor league operations. I know. Offer, uh... Can you imagine? I. I Say I was positive, and, uh -huh. I, and I went that route, and then I show up at the airport, and then I, I get and hauled off into a Mexican jail. <laughs> I know you would like it for the show, but I wouldn't. Or you show up to get the fake test, and someone from the cartel snatches yes! you away. exactly. I wasn't going to Well, I didn't have to take that chance, fortunately, because I was negative. Well, if, if you had to, would you have done that? Like, if you, if you had the access? Um. As I said, I think I was too worried that I would get caught. Oh. I don't want to end up in jail. You know my fear. Oh, right. The fear of getting <laughs> or into... Or prison. That's right. <laughs> I thought it was a fetish. No. <laughs> well, fears and fetishes. <laughs> yeah, they're one of the same. Yeah, they're very close. All right. More coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. If you ever find yourself getting into... Because uh, this is obviously popping up over and over recently and will continue to do so. If you want the definitive explanation as to why assault weapons aren't banned in America, I'm going to give it to you. It was in the New York Times of all places, which uh, in a rare rational moment explained uh, why 18 years ago the, uh, the assault weapons ban came to an end and nobody decided to extend it. And that, because I, if I heard this once, I heard it a thousand times. Why don't they ban assault weapons? Well, they did, and it lasted for 10 years, and then everybody let it go. And now it's going to be difficult to recreate that moment again. And uh, I, uh, I, I, we touched on this recently, but this article, in a rare burst of sanity, is, is excellent. And I'll, I'll tell you the story when we come back. Um, will you ever get a bad haircut? Bad haircut can ruin your day, right? Oh, 100%. You ever, you ever get a really bad haircut? Oh, yeah, I have. Yes. Like, what's the, what's the worst thing that happened it to your hair? It was too short. Too short. Yeah, and right. I couldn't stand it. I don't look good in short hair, but I went through a phase where everybody was saying, oh, you're so petite, you have such a small face, you should have short hair. Hmm. Oh, my God. Your I, <laughs> what happened to your face? Like, in short hair, when it gets too it, big? No. Oh, it's just, I didn't find it flattering. Not at all.
No, my wife told me a story when she was a kid. They gave her a bowl haircut for some oh. reason. Like she wouldn't leave the house. Um, well, this is, uh, this is what one guy did when he got a bad haircut. Um, he showed back up at the barber shop and opened fire. <laughs> it's not funny. But, no, no I, that isn't funny. That, we are not laughing at that. <laughs> well, um, here's, here's what happened. Uh, the name of the uh, owner of the barbershop is Drake Murph. Drake is spelled D-R-A-Q-U-E. Uh, uh, owner of Drake's Barbershop on 39th Street in Kansas City. He's recovering. He said that a man came to a shop last week and asked for a discount haircut. Wanted a price break. One of the barbers at the shop agreed. But after the guy got a trim, he complained about it. And Murph said it wasn't even a bad cut. He did a really good job with it. The guy just wanted it for free, you see? He just didn't want to pay. Now, they had a mugshot of this guy, and I didn't understand the complaint because he had dreadlocks. Right? It wasn't like, and, and his hair was receding a bit, or it was pulled back from the front of his head. So he couldn't really see much of whatever the haircut was. And then he had long dread locks that were hanging off the back. And, and it's like, I, I, I don't know what the cut is about here. Uh, guy came back the next day looking for the barber. Murph told him the barber wasn't there. Man got agitated, pulled a gun. Murph started running and got shot in the back. Uh, he kept running, but uh, fell when he tried to jump over a fence. And the guy stood over him with the gun. I'm lying there with a gun to my head. He pulled the trigger. He was going to execute him right there. And I heard a click, said Murph. And he heard several more clicks. And it it turned out that the something had fallen out of the gun. And there were no bullets in it anymore. Um, a stranger came to help. I looked up and saw some big dude. He was trying to get the gun away. I went over and I started and, uh, and started hitting him. Uh, other barbers caught up. Lalo, the barber, said they got the gun away, and another stranger uh, took Murph to the hospital, and the bullet had passed through his side and barely missed his spine. And this is a, a, a good barbershop owner. He always hosts charity toy drives for families, free haircuts for kids, and... Uh, he, he uh, the uh, the shooter's name is Vernie Dickens. Oh, with Vernie Dickens. No wonder he's in a bad mood. Uh, and and it looked like it looks like some something some piece of the gun fell out, and I guess it had the bullets in it. We're not safe anywhere, are we? No, no. You give a guy a bad haircut, or he thinks you've given him a bad haircut. Yeah. And 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 now you're running. And in fact, the owner didn't even. It wasn't even the one who gave him the bad haircut. It's just it's just just ridiculous. <clears throat> now, uh, coming up after four o'clock, we are going to talk about uh, how the assault weapons ban. Of course, you, you, you know the assault weapons ban doesn't. Most crimes are committed with handguns. That's another thing that's not discussed. And, you know, there's no way to ban the handguns. There's no way to get rid of the 400 million guns in this country. There's so many pointless debates going on. Uh, what are you going to do when a guy doesn't like his haircut? There's nothing you can do. But we will uh, talk about the definitive story on how the Democrats, uh, 2014, 18, 18 years ago, they let the handgun 
well, by then, it was, the Republicans were in charge. The handgun, uh, the, uh, the assault weapons ban just, just expired, and nobody tried to fix that. Now, if uh, you haven't heard on the inflation front, uh, the inflation report was really bad. Uh, 8.6% the prices rose. This is the highest since December of 1981. Uh, Double-digit increases in virtually every food category that I could find. They, they posted a chart in the National Review. You could go looking at it. And uh, no matter how you eat in life, uh, you are paying a lot more money. And uh, eggs have the highest increase over the past 12 months, 32%. Chicken is 17%. Whole milk is 17 Lunch meats, 17 Bacon and coffee, 15 Orange is almost 15 uh, You name it. Flour, 13 Fish, 13 Beef, 13 There is no diet, except maybe your dandelion. And... Does it say anything about avocados on there? It does not say anything about avocados. A lettuce is up 11%. That's uh, the closest. Uh, Broccoli, kale. Doesn't say anything. Just has, I don't know why they picked oranges and lettuce. But, uh, you know, most people don't eat, <laughs> don't eat vegetables and fruits. So. Most people don't? No, no most people don't. I, I know this is shocking. but I, It I, is. I'm I, surprised. I read the other day, like, vegetarians are single digits uh -huh. and vegans. Well, even meat eaters do have a side of. You know, veggies or well, like salad as an appetizer. They're presented a side of veggies. <laughs> it's to make uh, the plate look more balanced uh, and the colors. Oh, that's why. Oh, oh that's for oh. artistic purposes. Oh, I, I thought it was, okay, I thought it was yeah. for another reason. But, no, 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 oh, okay. no, no meat eater guy says, oh, great, look at that, a pile of asparagus. Uh-huh. Never heard Thank that Thank you said. for enlightening me. No. I'm sure there's not a single meat eater that likes to have asparagus. Okay. That is true. Mm. That, 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 that is quite accurate. Okay. It's like, wow, look at that. Look at all that broccoli next to that thick, juicy steak. Mm -mm -mm. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> You're the only one. You're the oh, only come one. on, Eric. You don't eat vegetables? I eat vegetables, but not over a steak. He I didn't say over a steak. I said as a side dish or an appetizer. That's fine. See? Okay, John. There you go. What? Boom. He lets it. He, I grew up having salad every night with dinner. My parents forced me forced see? that on us. And he's a he's a guy. All right. Well, at least he's identifying as a guy. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll we'll talk about this uh, assault weapons ban that's been gone 18 years and uh, they never revived it. John and Ken, Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. 
let me just run this by my lawyer, is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.